Thank you for downloading and listening to the Briam Bible Church Sunday Morning Podcast. Briam Bible Church is located in Shoreline, Washington, morning worship at 11, and many more events throughout the week. For more information, please visit our website at www.bereanshoreline.org. This morning we have a, a guest missionary speaker as part of our missions conference. We, our goal is to give each one of our missionaries a, a block of time with everybody, as well as the small groups and the classes and the fellowships tonight. And uh, I just want to remind you then that tomorrow evening... On Monday night, we have presentations, and that will be the opportunity of two of our missionary guests uh, to share with us. And so uh, we want you to come for dinner on uh, Monday evening. And again, if you have not purchased your ticket, as Gary said, please just get it today. Join us. And also today for lunch, if you are visiting with us or you just weren't sure of your plans, uh, Jeremy Hurst, good to see you, man. What are you doing here? You're speaking at a WANA conference, right? And I, I said to someone, uh, Jeremy's going to be in church today. He said, no, he's going to the Seahawks game. So I guess the ticket fell through, huh? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Let's see, if I got a dollar, I'm going to buy you lunch if you can stay for lunch today. So but Jer- Jeremy was here. Uh, Jeremy's one of our young men, grew up in our church, and he's a youth pastor in uh, Eastport, New York. Good to have you. Jeremy, come sometime uh, when you can preach, would you? Don't come on missions conference. Come next time when you can preach. And it's good to have you with us. And uh, Jeremy was a keynote speaker at the Awana Conference. And so uh, it's, it's good to have him with us. But again, if you want to stay for lunch today, uh, please stay. I would love to have you stay. I talked to the kitchen crew. I got permission. We have like, plenty of food. And uh, you're welcome to join us. So uh, please do so. Also, just want to mention uh, Barb Butler. Where are you, Barb? Barb's here with us. And uh, Barb is home uh, visiting her mom, I think, who was... Uh, just uh, recovering from her knee surgery. And uh, Barb, since it's missions conference, as you know, many of you, of course, Barb and Dan have been uh, career missionaries with Wycliffe Missionary Mission Organization, and they are currently in Kenya. So she is here uh, for sure. I assume Dan's not coming? He's in Thailand. Oh, well, that is a great lead-in for our next uh, speaker this morning. Genesis, come on up. Because we got somebody from Thailand. How do you like that? And uh, Genesis is one of our, actually, uh, is part of our mission work in the Philippines originally. And he is a missionary in Thailand. And uh, he is our speaker here today. And so uh, Genesis has been with us before. And we had a great opportunity to be with Genesis last year, uh, a year and a half ago when we were in Southeast Asia. Had a good time with you and your family and uh, we're so glad that you could be here to say, and he's going to bring God's word to us this morning. So let's have a word of prayer, and we're going to turn the time over to Genesis. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this brother and for the commitment they've had to this work in Thailand. Uh, what an opportunity, Lord, and to, and to share the ministry in this place. It was good to have the Killians with us last year, Lord, and these, this team together uh, working on our behalf and on your behalf in Thailand. So bless him, be with his family as he is here traveling in the States. And we pray you'll open our hearts to your message this morning as he shares with us. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. That's the Thai way of saying hello. And then uh, the women will say, That's the women. So there is a feminine marker and also a masculine marker. All right. Uh, my name is Genesis, and uh, I was one of the graduates in those uh, Grace Bible College in the Philippines. I went to Kenya in 1992. 
then uh, my wife and I, we live in Kenya, East Africa, for 15 years. My kids, uh, you will hear them today because I have a video of them singing because uh, they cannot come, so uh, they were born in Kenya. After 15 years in Kenya, there was a person in uh, Thailand. His name was uh, Gary Bidoitz. I think you might have heard of him. He is the brother of Cal Bidoitz. He used to be in Thailand. And while I was in Kenya, he kept writing to us about Thailand. And that, that Thailand really needs uh, the gospel because it's a Buddhist country. So we keep communicating since 2002, 2003, until... We decided that my wife and I, we are going to Thailand. The Lord has opened the door for us. So we are now five years in Thailand. And uh, I want you to uh, enjoy uh, my children. I have two children. They were in the States with me for two months. Then they went back to Thailand because uh, they had to go back to school. And then my wife can continue in the ministry in uh, Thailand. So... If you can uh, play the video of my children, Andrea and Josiah, play the video. After that, we stop a bit. I will have explanation of our PowerPoint, and then we can continue. All right? Go. Every time I see the video of my kids, I really miss my family. <laughs> anyway, uh, the next thing would be the PowerPoint presentation of what we are doing in Thailand. And I want to tell you that Thailand is a very beautiful country. I know I met some of you uh, used to be in Thailand during uh, 1960s and 70s because you flew to Vietnam. I know some of you. But it's a beautiful country. And uh, I want to tell you that uh, you will see in this uh, PowerPoint presentation that uh, the Lord has blessed us, uh, our landlord, the husband and wife, they came to know the Lord. And that's a blessing. And you will see it there. Uh, first fruits. Our first fruits in Thailand. Just very recently, after uh, sharing uh, with them our life and the Word of God, and then finally they prayed to receive the Lord. And that's wonderful. And you're part of what we are doing in Thailand. And I also want to tell you that uh, the song was composed by Chris Pumlin. And it was really designed, or it was really dedicated to Thailand. So, all right, we can go ahead with the PowerPoint. How many of you uh, took off at night? For example, you fly from Seattle maybe to Chicago or to Africa or to many places in the world. Is there anybody? And how many of you like uh, sat next to the window? What did you see when you looked down? It's so bright, isn't it? So bright. I have, I have done that a few times because we are missionaries. We talk off at night. And when I look down, it's so bright. But then when uh, the plane moves forward, it's getting darker and darker and darker. And sometimes I say, there's nothing down there. It's pitch black. And I believe this is the way how God looks at the world. Some places there is bright light, but some places it's so dark. That's the reason why my family and I, we moved to Thailand. 
Because that country is dark. It's just dark. You saw the presentation. It's uh, 94% Buddhist, 4% Islam, and 0.7% born-again Christians. That's the place where we really need to go and shine. Did you know the Bible tells us that uh, we are the lights of the world? We really have to look at the world in terms of the way how God looks at the world. Sometimes we look at ourselves so much, so we cannot see what's going on. Because we focus so much on ourselves. And I know that because I'm a person, I'm a, I'm a very selfish man. I am looking at myself so much, I cannot see what's going on. But when God looks at the world, there are some places out there that they are really dark. And they need the gospel. And you know, you and I and all of us, we can shine as lights. Now, that's why I'm telling you that first of all, so the theme of this conference is this, it's one, it's one, isn't it? First of all, we have to have vision. A vision from God. That's what the Apostle Paul said. He said, may that God will open your eyes. So that we can see what's going on in the world. Yes. We need, we need to look at the world from God's point of view. Just like when we talk, when we are taking off at night. Jesus, when he was here on earth, when he saw the multitude, okay, when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion. That's Acts, uh, Matthew chapter 9. He was moved with compassion. Vision. We need to pray that we have vision for the lost. We need to pray that we have vision that hell is a real place. Hell is a reality. For this reason, God the Father sent His Son, Jesus Christ. Because hell is a reality. And that people are going there. And that Satan is using the eyes, using religion, I should say. Satan is using religion to blind the eyes of these people. Uh, I look at it uh, in the internet and even in books. There's almost a billion Buddhists in the world. And for a long time, we as grace believers, we did not have any mission work going on to those Buddhist people. And thankfully... Now we have some. We have work in Cambodia, and the ministry is going very well. And then we also have work in Laos. It's, it's a communist country. We have a missionary there. and It's underground, but they are growing in Laos. Then our missionary here, Pat and Michelle Kelgo, they are going to Malaysia. Then we are in Thailand with the Kilians. So, we need to have that vision. And I'm praying that each one of you and each one of us here, we have to have that vision. May that God will open our eyes so that we can see those people. The next thing that uh, we are going to learn is that we need to have courage. Courage. Paul was a man of vision. If you look at Acts chapter 26, he said, he testified to King Agrippa, he said, Oh, King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to that heavenly vision. 
What was that vision? God, the Lord Jesus Christ, gave him a specific task to do. He said, I am sending you to the Gentiles to turn them from darkness to light. That's very, very specific. He had that vision, but yet he was also praying and also asking the believers to give him courage, courage, strength, boldness, like our brother told us last night, that it can be developed. Courage. It's very important. And where do we get this courage? It comes from our daily walk with the Lord. He will renew us. There were many times in Thailand, my family and I, we were so discouraged. Because, uh, can these people really understand? The language is very difficult. Then I said to myself, can these people really understand? But the Lord renewed us. Like what Paul said in Second Corinthians chapter 5. That our inner man is renewed daily. We can get that courage from our walk with the Lord. We can also have this courage from living a crucified life. Like uh, Proverbs says, the righteous, they are bold as lions. The reason why sometimes we are not very courageous to shine as light because uh, there are so many things in our life that we have failed to surrender before the Lord. That's why we are not courageous enough. There's many things in our life that we have not surrendered before the Lord. And also courage comes from believing that the gospel or the message is powerful. What does Romans chapter 1 verse 16 say? I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Then the next thing that I want to share with you, how we can do this, each one, each one. I like that verse in Ecclesiastes. I said, I'm thinking, how, come I how can I preach with that verse? But actually, partnership. That's a good word, partnership. Because we cannot do this job alone. I cannot do it. Without you praying, Without you praying and encouraging and giving and supporting, we will be discouraged in the mission field. And there were times that it's really tough. I think many of you, you have heard of OMF, Overseas Missionary Fellowship. That used to be China Inland Mission, but they changed it to OMF. One of their missionaries in Thailand from Australia committed suicide. That's very sad, isn't it? One of those missionaries who were there in Thailand for so many years, and then he committed suicide. Because it's very discouraging. You, you work there and work, and then people, they don't respond to the gospel. They are so blind. But if people are praying and encouraging you, you have the strength to continue. You have the strength to continue. Because God designed us. There's so many things in the scripture like the one another. You read it from the scripture. One another, one another, one another. Forgive one another. Pray for one another. That's partnership. I need you and you need me. I need people praying for us in Thailand. And thank the Lord. The Lord has opened us the door in Thailand. Then we have two results. The husband and wife. They came to know the Lord. So, <clears throat> partnership. 
You can partner with us in prayer and also partner with us in giving and even in writing to us. And we are doing very well now in Thailand. I am so excited now than before. When we went to Thailand, we know nobody. And we had to learn the task of learning, study the language. But thankfully now we can speak, although we need to work at it. I want to uh, give this uh, commercial a bit (laughs) before I will continue. Uh, There's going to be a Southeast Asia Grace Conference in Malaysia in May. And uh, last, a year and a half ago, Pastor Jim and his wife and Alex went to Indonesia to join that conference. And again, this coming May, there's going to be a Southeast Asia Grace Conference. Believers from the Philippines will go or will come. And then from Laos, from Cambodia, from Thailand, and some people from the United States. It's very easy from Seattle to fly. Yes, you come. You, you talk to Alex. He will tell you what to do. Yes, he will tell you what to do. Or Pastor Jim, you talk to him. So there's going to be next year, May 22 to 26. Keep praying for that. Because uh, actually the theme of that conference is courage in mission. Uh, we need to be courageous in mission. All right, so if you have some questions there, I know this is a presentation, but if you have some questions, feel free to ask. Just uh, feel free to ask. We have some, uh, like, maybe three or four minutes. Feel free to ask. Then I will turn this over to Pastor Jim. Any questions? Yes. Okay. Uh, In Thailand. Okay. Thailand. Okay. Uh, Okay, good. The question is, what is the biggest objection from the Buddhists in Thailand towards Christianity? Okay? The biggest, I would say the mount, big mountain that we, it's really like hindering, is that uh, it's not so much on Christianity, but it's in their mindset. They believe that Buddhism is superior than Christianity because Buddha was 500 years earlier than Jesus. And another thing is their national identity. They are so proud because they are the only country in Asia they have never been colonized. And they think that they are pure and superior in race, and part of that belief is that because they are a kingdom, and also because of Buddhism. That's the biggest thing to really, it's so hard to penetrate the gospel. That's why it takes tsunami to really open that a bit, because before that tsunami, there was only 0.2% born-again Christian in Thailand. But then after the tsunami, Ten years after, now we have 0.7% Christian in Thailand. Yes. So, it's that, that darkness. They, they just don't get it. They have, it's just so dark. Like, it's very hard for the light to really penetrate. That's why when we evangelize or we share the gospel to the Thai people, yes, we share it through the word. But it has to be demonstrated to life. 
because they have a saying in Thailand that their ears are closed, but their eyes are open. The reason why those two came to know the Lord, because they were really watching us. They were watching us. And then the wife really spoke to my wife also. She said, if we have kids, because they don't have kids, can you teach them about Jesus? Because we want to have our kids like your kids. It's, it's a powerful witness when you have a family. All right. So that's, I think uh, some of you, you, you get that, or maybe all of us. Uh, just another question. One, but the problem is that uh, there's a royal language, and it's very difficult to understand. And then there is the language of the monk, or the religious language, and then there's the language of the educated, and then there is the common language. So it's like uh, there is a level also of lang- languages in Thailand. And for many years, uh, the translation, it's from the King James, and they use the high words. But then now, thankfully, they have some Bible now that can be understood by the common people, which is very, very good. There's a lot of Bibles because uh, Thailand Bible Society and Wycliffe Translation, and they really have done uh, a good job there. There's a lot of Bibles in Thailand. You can buy it, yes. And in fact, like our landlord and his wife, they're really reading the Bible, which is very, very good. Yeah. All right, so I would like to tell you thank you very much. And please remember this. uh, When everything is done, if the Lord Jesus Christ is going to make a summary of your life, only what's done for Christ will last. And we only have one life to give. I mean, it's good to enjoy life. But let's really put these things in our, our, our minds. First things first. Things that matters in eternity. So I would encourage you, each one of you, to be shining as lights. And we have a theme. Each one reads one. Maybe you have friends, you have neighbors, you have... Uh, families that they are not saved, start praying about that and then share the message to your family or to your friends. Thank you very much and it has been a good time for me to come here again. Last time I was here was in 2007. Thank you, Pastor Jim. Thank you so much for being with us today. If you are visiting with us, um, just want you to know missions is, I guess we say, part of our DNA at Brian Bible Church. It's very important to us. And uh, it's one of the reasons why uh, we encourage our young people to consider uh, mission work and uh, serving the Lord that way. And I want us also to pray for Rebecca. Snow is leaving this week for a month, going back to Mozambique for a month about. She's going back. She's leave, taking a leave from her job at Children's Hospital, going back to Mozambique uh, to work with Iris Ministries. So we'll pray for Rebecca and you come home safely and uh, look forward to hearing good reports uh, of that. And again, thank you for coming. You know, your presence here is a ministry and encouragement to others. I want to encourage you to come back and join us again. Uh, next Sunday morning, Pastor Gary is going to be preaching. And uh, it would be really lonely up here, Gary, if no one came, right? So Pastor Gary, uh, when Gary was about uh, your daughter's age there, uh, he was traveling around the missionary circuit because his family were missionaries in Bolivia. We're going to continue our series next week from the life of the prophets. And Gary is a lesson from the life of Elisha. 
And uh, I, was, I had a special request that, that we make sure we cover the one about the, the bears and the, eating the kids. So are, you, are you covering that next week? Okay, all right. So the, one of the most interesting passages in the Bible. So anyway, next Sunday, come and join us. Be with us. But as you leave today, I want you to pray for our missionary guests and, uh, and the work that they're doing. It's, it's such a, uh, just such a joy to have you guys with us. And this morning, our missionary pledge, uh, Bob brought this to me, 45 cards at $72,230. So I want to encourage you, if you haven't had an opportunity yet, there are pledge cards in the pews in front of you. It's a little white card. And if you would just uh, prayerfully consider, uh, you know, you might think, well, I can't give very much. You know what? Every, every cent goes directly to missions. And when we give, we give as a family, as a congregation. It's not a matter of who gives this and who gives that. We give as a congregation. And so I really want to encourage you to join us and be a part of that and take one of those pledge cards and make a pledge to missions. Now, we're going to enjoy uh, lunch together. And, uh, you know, Genesis, when we go to Thai restaurants, we have a lot of Thai restaurants here in Seattle. They always ask us, do you want zero to five spicy? Zero to five. And uh, we're sort of Scandinavian background. At least they are. I'm not. But they're Scandinavian, a lot of them. And uh, so we're going to have a zero a spice lunch today. I get <laughs> but it's going to be good. Uh, Beth Fowler is in the kitchen, and we're going to have sandwiches. It's going to be a great lunch, a great time of fellowship. And then afterward, the mission guests can go to the and enjoy the Women's Missionary Cupboard Fellowship. It's a tradition we've had at our church since, boy, as far back as I can remember as a kid, where we bring gifts, and we bring uh, offering gifts, as well as uh, actual tangible gifts, and the missionaries get to go through and just take things that they can use in their ministry. And so we want you to enjoy seeing those gifts back there, and uh, thank you for your participation with that. And I'd like to ask our missionary guests, can you guys come right up in front here? I'm going to have a word of prayer, and uh, as we're going to close our service, come on up here. And uh, just be right up here. Do the Trump Bowers here still, or do they get uh, the Children's Church, maybe, huh? Children's Church. Okay. So uh, these guys are here. I'm going to have a word of prayer with them. And then, uh, Jeremy, I'm going to ask you to close in prayer. You never come to preach. Come up here. Come on. So, you know, you sneak away all the time. And I want you to say, uh, give us a word of dedication, prayer. And uh, thank the Lord. I know missions is in your heart. You've done several mission trips, haven't you? What was the last one you did? Uh, Puerto Rico in 2011. 2011, Puerto Rico, great. So uh, Jeremy's uh, one of our one of our guys, and he's uh, committed to missions. And you know, when I was in Africa, we picked up a little habit that I brought home with you, and I say Hallelujah. Amen. But you know, when I say it, it's kind of lame compared to what in Africa. Give us a give us an African. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. There we go. All right. See, that's that's what I say. Mine's kind of lame, but Jeremy. Give us a word of prayer. Dedicate these missionaries and the rest of the mission conference to the Lord's work and as Lord's blessing in lives. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this great gathering today. We thank you for this church and their heart and their uh, dedication to missions, both locally and abroad. God, we thank you for the celebration of just having the missionaries here today and this week. And we thank you for the ways in which you are going to work in all of our hearts as we see the work that they are doing um, all over the world. And we're so thankful for each one of these families. We uh, give thanks for the work that is happening 
in them and through them. And Lord, we pray that you will continue to provide, continue to give them courage, continue to give them strength in all the ways in which you are at work uh, in them and through them. God, we thank you for today. We thank you for all of the events of this week. In Jesus' name, amen.